loves. Welcome back to episode three of Sounds Like a You Problem. Today is going to be a doozy. We're really getting into it, guys. If you were not emotionally prepared to handle this video, we're talking about parents. So if we're not emotionally prepared to get into this video, maybe um, watch episode one or two or come back at a later date when you feel like you're emotionally prepared to handle this. Because let me tell you, if you listen to episode one, you guys know I have the parents of the year. <laughs> Obviously, that is facetism. Um, Right now, I currently have no relationships with any of my parents. And I had something happen this week that was so... A decision that one of my parents made that was so heinous. And what I called unforgivable. And I was actually talking to a mentor of mine. And he was like, you cannot deem that person's action unforgivable. You do not have that choice. All you can do is what you feel is right. And what I think you did was the right thing. And I was talking to another friend about it. I was left with a very morally confusing decision to make that I should never have been put in a position to make. However, I was. It's okay. It was a learning moment. It was a turning point. It was hard. It's challenging. Um, and this is like very recent, like just a couple days ago, recent. So hopefully I don't get emotional in this video because no one wants to hear someone cry. Like, right. But like, let's, this is a very transparent, vulnerable podcast and sometimes to reach into those conversations um those emotions are going to come out so it is what it is but I will try my best um another friend said to me you can never do the wrong thing by doing the right thing doing the right thing will never be wrong even if it's hard in the moment even if it is one of the most morally confusing decisions you'll feel you'll ever probably have to make in your entire life Eventually, you'll realize that it was the right decision. It was the right decision at the time. It's the right decision now. It's still the right decision. And so you weren't wrong for that. Your parents' actions are not yours. So let me say that again. Are you hearing me? Are you listening to me? The actions that your parents make do not reflect you. They do not make you who you are. Whatever decisions your parents make does not define you. Your choices are yours. Your mistakes are yours. Your decisions, yours. Your parents, theirs. This is not your burden to bear. Okay? Let me make that very clear because I am the type of individual who is still in the learning progress and process. Um, I have made progress, but I am still in the process of learning that the things that my parents do or the lack of, therefore, of them doing something, that's not for me to pick up. That slack that they're leaving behind is not my responsibility to grab. And I have done this for 26 years, okay? Again, still a work in progress, but it's something I want to speak on because it's something that is actively happening in my life right now. Even though you share DNA, you can feel empathy, okay, for their struggles 
and you can feel bad for them for making the wrong decision. But you don't get to sympathize or pick up their slack or take control over the decisions or the outcome of the circumstances that their decisions created for them. Okay? It's not your responsibility. Who in the hell asked to be born? Because I didn't. In 1997, I was not aware that my existence was about to become. <laughs> and I struggled a really, really most of my life. Truly, really. And if you struggle from anxiety, depression, teenage angst, having a hard life growing up, I know that you can relate to me that you probably didn't realize that you'd make it this far. Nor did you maybe want to at a certain point in your life. But you did. And you're here and you're listening to this okay our parents actions are a them problem their choices their mistakes their behavior the way they present themselves in public it can be embarrassing it can feel it can just feel so cringe for lack of a better word I don't even want to use that word I, I want to describe the word cringe as chuggy but I don't even want to use the word chuggy because that's cringe Gross. Okay, who am I? I'm 26 years old, and the lingo, I'm just hoping that you guys understand what I'm trying to say, because this is very, very, very important. This is very, 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 very important that you learn this and that I learn this, okay? We're learning this together. The things that my parents have done don't define me. No one is going to base or judge my character or perceive me in a different way because of actions my parents have made choices my parents have made, lives that my parents have led, okay? And I'm getting chills talking about this because this is hard. It is a hard thing to feel like you want to be the bigger person. You want to be a good person. If you have younger siblings, I'm the oldest of siblings, and I always felt that it was my responsibility to to provide them with stability and safety and security and holidays and kindness and goodness and innocence and protection and value and lessons. And it is, to an extent, as an older sibling. But that is not your only mission in life. That is not all you were put here for. And this is a lesson that I learned by picking up alcohol, by ultimately drinking alcohol 24-7. At my father's funeral, I was drinking whiskey, and actually, let's fast forward to the day that we found out he was dead. My sister was blowing up my phone, and I was at work, and I was like, there's got to be something going on. There's got to be something serious going on. I was like, boss, I gotta go to the bathroom, call my sister and see what's up. So I call her and she's like, hey, are you sitting down? I was like, no, I'm at work. What do you need? She's like, why don't you just sit down? I'm like, I'm literally in the bathroom. She's like, well, I'm not telling you until you sit down. So you're gonna go ahead and just need to sit down. So I did. I got in a stall and I closed the stall and I sat on the toilet with my pants up. <laughs> I don't know why I needed to tell you that. And I said, okay, I'm sitting down. Dad's dead. 
And I said, where are you? She said, we're all at grandma's. So I'll be there in 10 minutes. It was like my life flashed before my eyes. Um, Wow, I didn't realize talking about this was going to make me feel so hollow and fragile. And that's okay because honest, transparent, vulnerable conversations are going to make you feel that way sometimes. I'm aware of it. Okay? That's good. I should have feelings. Feeling feelings is the way you're supposed to live life. So I drove to my grandma's, got there. We all stayed the night. Whatever. A couple days later, my dad's funeral happens. I'm drinking whiskey. I'm not having such a good time. (laughs) As one is to not be expected to be having at a funeral. And I had realized um, that day that... My, my father had always struggled with his addiction, and we always knew that his life was a question mark. Like, the, the end of his life was a question mark. Um, so we'd always somewhat prepared ourselves for his death as so much as one can, especially at 19, 16, and 12 years old. But I never prepared myself to witness my brother and sister lose their dad. I never once was ready or had prepared for how, what I would need to do for them, how I needed to be for them, what I could do for them. And it was the ultimate realization that no matter what I did and no matter how hard I worked, I would never be able to save them from everything. I would never be able to keep them and protect them from everything because life happens to everyone. And it was in that moment that my addiction grew threefold. After getting sober, I had realized that I had personally put this weight of responsibility on my shoulders pertaining to my siblings so heavily. No one else put this on me, but I had put it on me so heavily and I couldn't keep up. I was a child. I should not have been expected to, and I wasn't. But I was expecting it from myself, and I was not capable. I did everything that I could. I worked around the clock. I thought that I was making the right decisions, and I thought I was saving enough money and contributing enough to holidays and, and, and experiences and time and money and value to their life, and realizing that I couldn't protect them from everything shattered the illusion that I had that I put on myself that I would be capable of doing this as a child. Okay? And that's where I want you to know how serious I am when I say our parents' actions are not our own. You don't have to pick up that slack. And if you feel that you do, it might just break you. It broke me. I was able to build myself up stronger and better. But not everyone is. It's not everyone's story. And I just want you to know how seriously you need to take into consideration if you are carrying your parents' burdens. You're carrying their mistakes. You're carrying their choices around that aren't good choices. Are you carrying those around? Because our own load is already quite heavy. And if you add that to your load, 
might just break. What happens if something breaks? It usually takes a lot of time to fix it. If it's something that is extensive, like a car, it's got to go in the shop and be fixed and repaired and put back together. If you break a plate and glue all the pieces you possibly can back together, it's going to, you could still eat off of it. It's still going to be a plate. You could still drive the car. It's still drivable. But there's more miles. There's more turmoil. There's more trauma. I'm using that term loosely, but there's more, there's just a lot more to deal with, my friend. And in the first place, there shouldn't have been any of that to deal with. Again, I didn't ask to be born. Why did no one raise me? Why did I take it upon myself to think that as a child I could raise two other people who didn't even live with me while working a full-time job, while trying to maintain relationships with friends and romantic relationships and take care of my dog and be a well-rounded individual who gets lots and lots of rest? Full-ass grown adults still don't even do that perfectly. Why was I putting so much pressure on myself to do that perfectly on top of everything else? I don't know. Sounds like a me problem. And it was. But it could also be a you problem. So if it sounds like a you problem, I want you to know your parents aren't you. Come on. Please realize that, okay? And the way that they carry their life doesn't mean that you're going to carry your life the same way. And it doesn't mean that the way you perceive them, other people are going to perceive you. You have the ultimate freedom of choosing who you want to be and how you want to live. There are always going to be people out there that judge you, that judge your parents, that judge your choices, that judge you based off your parents' choices. There's going to be those people. Don't get me wrong. They exist. Okay? People of that that um, people that are going to judge you exist in all shapes, forms, sizes, and behaviors. Okay, and that's a them problem. That's a them problem. A lot of times when I fix my hair, I will always say, "I don't know what the back looks like. Don't tell me because it's none of my business." Because guess who is seeing the back of my hair? Because it ain't me. So it ain't my business. Because I cannot be bothered and worried and consumed with what the back of my motherfucking head looks like. Probably ridiculous. And if you got that reference, I love you. Please subscribe and rate this podcast. <laughs> Just remember, guys, like, no matter what you do, you don't get to choose your parents. You don't get to pick your parents. And if you are having a friendship, relationship, whatever it may be with someone and you think that they are judging you based on, especially in school, oh my gosh, this was so hard, but if you think that they are judging you like based on how your parents choose to live your life, just know that, that your parents' actions aren't yours and tell them, look them straight in the eye and say, well, yeah, you don't get to pick your parents, do you? Because you don't. But you get to choose and pick what you learn from, Okay. And let's, let's be self-aware so we can try to learn from most all things because that's going to give us the most growth and get us the most confident and content with ourselves and our life, which is the ultimate goal of everyone, okay?
Thank you guys for listening to episode three of Sounds Like a You Problem. I love you all so very much. Thank you for all the support you guys have given me. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, please, please make sure to rate it. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe, ring the bell, click the like button. I appreciate it more than you know. You're supporting my daydream, and I am so excited to continue this journey of self-improvement, self-awareness, self-growth with you guys. If you have any suggestions of something that you want me to cover, let me know on YouTube, and I will see you guys all you, y'all heal from me. You all will hear from me in my next episode. All right. I love you guys.